Welcome to Saturday Morning Coffee on the I-80 Club, July 23rd, 2022. I'm Jack Mitchell along with Josh Peterson. This is what we do here in the I-80 Club. We get together, we have discussion, uh, we do a little show, we drink our coffee. I've got my new Nebraska mug. Look at this thing. Kind of a I'm gonna, retro. I, I'm worried I'm going to trigger some people. I have a what Colorado is? mug from my trip to Colorado last year. Okay. I apologize. Much, much apologies. Okay. Much apologies. Um, yeah, so... Uh, excited for those of you uh, who have joined us. If, if it's your first time doing this, uh, this is what the I-80 Club is. Uh, is a Discord. Uh, I don't know if you've all been on one or not, but uh, this allows us to, to do a show, record it, pull up our screens, watch other things, interact with you guys. Um, and, and so it's kind of a mix between, I guess, TV and radio and Twitter. And uh, if you want to chat, you can chat in the top right. Uh, just says show chat, and you guys can all chat in there. Uh, it looks like so. Yeah, we've uh, yeah we got some uh, t- chats from last week. So jump in, say something, and uh, we're just going to talk uh, during during the summer and we'll talk about whatever happened last week, what's coming up in the week, see where the uh, conversation goes. Once the football season we are going to be gets going, we're going to do the Saturday mornings uh, to to just kind of get get the mood set, get ready for a day of football, Husker football and other college football, and it should be a lot of fun. So uh, yeah, Josh, good morning. How are you doing today? What's up, dude? This, I'm, I'm great. This feels like the last quote-unquote boring Saturday because we got media days on Tuesday. We have fall camp starting next week, uh, and and you know there will be news. Now, how much news will there be? I don't know, but at least we'll have something to talk about rather than you know figuring out the chat function. And yeah. Stuff what are on the, here. what I'm, are the landmarks? What are the landmarks for the rest of this? Like between now and kickoff, you've got media days this week. So okay. we got media days. That's on Tuesday okay. uh, and Wednesday for for Big Ten media overall purposes. It's Tuesday and Wednesday, but Nebraska is, is Tuesday, and they're first. And so they're they're uh, they're going down there. They're starting, I believe, at eight eight or eight or nine in the morning on Tuesday, and then they're flying right back because their first uh, their fan days that night, and then practice starts the next day on July twenty seventh. In terms of kind of maybe benchmark things to pay attention to. The start of practice on Monday, August the 1st. So what's that, a week from Monday? Uh, that will be the, the first about half hour will be open to the media. So media will get to overreact to stretching. That'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, Wednesday, Wednesday the 10th, same thing. And then that's it in terms of open practice sessions. You know, various coaches will certainly speak throughout the next few weeks. That's it. And then they are leaving... Let's see. I'm looking at the Keith Mann email. Uh, I, I the, talk- the it looks like the trip is starting on August the like the 15th Monday, is when I they're going to provide the the itinerary. So you know, yeah, not too long after that is when they'll actually go over to Ireland. I talked to Greg Sharp on Thursday. He said he's he's going with the team. He I think he said they leave Monday before the Saturday of the game, and then they'll okay they'll do practices in Ireland um, as much yeah. as they can. Try and get rid of the jet lag. Like I think the challenge. Yeah. I think the challenge probably will be. Like staying, it's not sleeping right when you get home. Try and get in that regular sleep pattern as quickly yeah. as you can. So stay up until your regular bedtime, and then you got what three, four days. I wonder how much that'll play in. I'm sure Frost has uh, like sleeping sleep monitor bands on all these guys, and and like a detailed go to bedtime and and trying to figure it all out. Cause that I've I've never traveled traveled internationally outside of Canada and Mexico, so I don't know how long that mm-hmm. takes to sort of get acclimated and feel like you're on a normal schedule when you travel overseas. I'd be curious in the chat if any of you guys have, have done that and what you've what you've experienced with that. 
Yeah, I'm the same way. I've, I've gone I've gone to Mexico a couple of times. Um, I've gone to the West Coast. I've gone to the East Coast, but I've never gone overseas. So I've never had to deal with, you know, not just the travel portion of being on planes and going to hotels and airports and stuff, but but that combined with the, the rapid time change. The one, you know, you think of positives, you're trying to find good things about the trip is the game time, whether it's the the time overseas, which will be what five thirty local time, or the time here eleven thirty local time, like those are normal kickoff times, which is good. It's not like they're going to be playing a body clock game of six a.m. or nine thirty p.m. So that's good, at least that they're going to kind of be in that nice window. But yeah, you wonder. I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like when I go on on long trips, it takes a couple of days to get used to it. But again, I, I haven't gone overseas, and so you combine the overseas part, and then they come back and have a bye. You know, if I remember right, Northwestern has an off week after after the Nebraska game. And Nebraska, of course, originally last year, if they would have gone overseas to play Illinois, they also would have had an off week in between week zero and week two. So you wonder what it does to the front end. You wonder what it does to the back end. And I, I just keep thinking, like, will we be talking about the body clock situation all year? Like, will will that come up? You know, if they have a bad performance in October, Will I be hosting overreaction and someone says, yeah, you know, I'm just worried that they still haven't recovered from that trip to Ireland. And I'm not even trolling right now. I'm I'm being kind of serious. Yeah, I I, kind of forgot about that. But, yeah, you got to do it in reverse when you come back and Mm -hmm. uh, sort of sort of do that whole thing to what the excuses are already piling up. Josh, here we go. Here we go. Already. First thing we talk about on our second coffee talk already. Potential excuses. There, there, because Jordan just said it. You know that excuse is coming. Oh, it's yeah. coming. Yeah, yeah. It's it's fun, dude. It's it's funny. It's like this is like another gift from Bill Moose. You know, Bill Moose. He he, he uh, from the the athletic director Grave. He continues to affect the program. And I mean, this is the most important year for Scott Frost yet. And they're beginning with a trip overseas. Like they haven't said anything on the record, and I'm guessing they won't. They're probably going to say all the right things about this trip. But, man, I would be so mad to begin a, such an important season and have to deal with all of the other crap. It's kind of like a mini bowl game, but you're going around the globe. It's like they don't need this. You don't want this to start the season. How much better would it be for them if it was in Evanston and 30,000 Nebraska fans were making the trip? Like, that would be a much better time for them. Do you have any doubt that the current program, Alberts Frost, if they had the option to say, you know what, we're, we're just going to do this game in – Evanston or Lincoln that they would snap that up right away oh they would do if they had a magic genie I mean remember remember the rumors from I don't know two three months ago it started there was like scuttlebutt the game's moving to Vegas and I I reached out to a couple people and right away I was told that's not true but on its face it did kind of make some sense that they would want to move the game back into the United States just for all the reasons that we've already mentioned yeah absolutely um okay so before we look ahead let's let's delve back into uh Dell back into last week. I I did the sports casts on my show this week because Caleb's was going on a fishing trip slash bachelor party, and so I kind of just find some Husker headlines when I do, I don't do sports as good as he does, but I do sports casts during my show. And Josh, like I'm di- I'm dying. I don't know how you guys are doing four hours, but I'm dying to find a headline for a ninety second sports cast that I can talk about. Thank goodness for Pat Narduzzi oh, and the, gift. the Nard Dog and his very uh, no good ragey week that he had. Because other than that, we got like we are. Fi- I mean, we're over, we're we're done with it starting the middle of this week, really in earnest. But this was yeah. this was the dead week for sure. So with that vacuum, the Nard Dog takes over. 
the angry, angry Nar. Do you feel like Pat Narduzzi just woke up this week at some point on Monday and goes violence and just hated the world? Like it's the like uh, Michael Douglas in Standing Standing Up or whatever that was. That movie just decides everybody because he he not only raged on this, he raged, which a lot of coaches do, about the transfer rules. He was just in a he was in a bad mood this week about the whole thing. And I still the the thing with the the critiquing Whipple. And look, he may I'm I'm sure Whipple is imperfect. I'm sure there were games he didn't call very well. He may not have made great decisions in that one game that he was talking about. Um, although I don't know the box score bears it out as much as Narduzzi seemed to indicate that it would. Definitely not. No, it did not. But like the only, even if you think that, the only reason you say that is there are some sour, sour grapes there, right? They've yeah. got, there's something personal. There's some, there's some kind of sour grapes with whatever happened with that whole thing. Yeah, it's funny. I told John that I, because I went over to my parents for dinner. We had some family in town. And so I went and had dinner and I missed out on like everything. And so I, we sit down afterwards and my dad and and I are chatting and I get a text from somebody and it's a link to like the first tweet that kind of was blowing it up from, I think, David Shute. Uh, He covers, he covers college football. And that had just kind of, it, it boiled everything down to its essence. And I was like, oh, wow. And so I log on Twitter and I see that everyone's, you know, (laughs) it's on fire essentially. And it's like, okay, wow. And I go home, and by that point in time, a lot of the stuff had been debunked, you know? People had gone back in time, and it's like, well, they weren't actually running the ball very well that game. They won that game by three scores. And, and I mean, the more that you, you think about the situation with Narduzzi and Whipple, and the more maybe you reread some things from earlier in the offseason, th- their relationship was going to end. Like, it, it, it's not like um, that, that they would, would have been together in 2022. So... I my my big takeaway was man they just well I'll speak for the Narduzzi side he does not like Mark Whipple for whatever reason and so instead of you know uh, of I don't know it's just weird it's like why now though why now I know that he was talking about Kenny Pickett but if you listen to the audio clip he goes in a lot of different directions he's mad about he's mad about Whipple and thus he is also mad that Kenny Pickett didn't play in the bowl game like if they run the ball every time, Kenny Pickett would, wouldn't have skipped it. No, he's going to skip it because he's going in the NFL draft. But then he started throwing shade at the Big Ten like, oh, man, if that's one of the best teams the Big Ten has to offer, we could come in and own the Big Ten. And it's like, what in the world's going on with you, man? I'm telling I, you. I never thought of him to be this type of a guy. So it was that it was just weird from that perspective. I too. don't know. Yeah, It's like those Michigan State turned like blue-collar coaches. They just yeah. have, this, they have this rough edge to them. It's industrial, right? It's... As we'll say we'll say whatever the hell we want whenever we want. I I have that perception. I don't know a lot about the Nard Dog, but I do love calling him the Nard Dog now. There's no doubt about that. Um, mm-hmm. no, like I said, he woke up Monday, and I don't know I don't know what it is, but he hated the world when he woke up on Monday, and decided now's the time to let it all fly. I'm in, I'm in a bad mood. Uh, yep. Yeah, you know they, they had a bad offseason. Didn't they lose that receiver to USC too? Lost Jordan Addison, I yeah. Mean, so they uh, lost their, their offensive coordinator. They lost their quarterback to the NFL. They lost, lost Jordan Addison to USC. Yeah, I mean, lots, lots, lots happened. Lots happened with Pitt. You know, the reigning defending ACC champions. I, I, I'm just a little upset about some stuff. It seems. I think Pitt's going. I'm taking. Well, I don't know what the Vegas line is, but I'm taking the unders on Pitt this year. I don't think they're in the emotional, right emotional headspace right now. So I'm going to mark that now. This is your Jack Mitchell free bet of the day. Take the unders nice. on Pitt. They'll still. Now, of course, they will still completely upset someone out of nowhere. 
it, it always happens. It will happen. It's a ruin. It's a rule for Pitt. They're going to ruin someone's season, so I expect them to do that this year again. But outside of that, taking the under. Are we? Is anyone worried? Is anyone wor- worried? Any Husker fan worried that you heard from or anything about the a, a lack of interest in the run from from Mark Whipple? I mean, is this, yeah. I mean, that, that's the funny thing is, you know. So it seemed like it was obviously personal with with Narduzzi. So I think we can start there. But you can push that conversation aside and say, look, he's not wrong that Whipple does like to throw the ball more than he runs the ball. Now, most recent years, John's had the numbers a lot. Uh, it, it like last year, I think it was fifty one forty nine. So we're not talking about a Mike Leach, you know, sixty forty seventy five twenty five. We're not talking about something like that. We're talking about a guy who wants to to throw the ball a little bit more than he runs the ball. I believe in conference it was like fifty four forty six. And then when you take into account quarterbacks who drop back to pass and then actually have to scramble, you're again in that neighborhood. So the fifty one forty nine doesn't tell the entire story. But I mean. I don't know about you. I still don't trust the offensive line. I think they are going to have to throw the football. I think they are. Go- I think they will throw the football. I think they're going to throw the football more than they, more than they run. Um, without a quarterback run game this year, I think that that will also take apart a lot of the the carries that you know we've seen over the last four years. But somebody, I don't remember who it was. Somebody this week said something pretty interesting, where it's like if there's very little quarterback run game, and so then you know most of the carries are going to the running backs. It might even feel to the fan, to the media member watching, it might feel like they actually are running the ball more because it's happening in a very specific style. And not to say that running with a quarterback is like a Mickey Mouse offense, but maybe less gimmicky and just more, hey, we're relying on the run game. But for me, that's going to come down to the offensive line and how good the offensive line is performing. And you're going to have some new starters and then guys coming back from injury. So that's, you know, that's still my over the next month, whenever we do this on Saturdays, and then when we get to game day Saturday in five weeks, I feel like every week I'm going to talk about the offensive line with you because that is the one thing that I just still don't know, you know, what to expect and how good it can be. And I, I do wonder too, Jack, like one more thing that that first game clues to kind of watch for in terms of what the offense could be Northwestern's runoff or run defense last year, bad. And so this would seem to be the game. The opener would seem to be the game where maybe Nebraska could find, find a bit of a rhythm with uh, running the football but, with their running backs. Uh, we'll keep see. in mind, Notre Dame's attitude is good, and they've got one of the best defensive coaches. And so you've got to factor in those external, kind of the intangibles about the Northwestern spirit. And one of the things you didn't include, one of the things you didn't include in the analysis, I don't know if you know this, their practice facility, you can see a lake from it. And People so, forget about the three hundred million dollars. Yeah, you yeah, did yeah, not. Nice. I know you, you can look at that. you can look at the numbers, Josh. You can look at your newfangled wins above replacement, right? Okay, mm-hmm. all the new analytics. But my thing is lake. Okay. Hey, and you know when they go lake. there, they're flying over an ocean, which is like a bigger version it's of the make lake. them feel at home there. I mean, oh, sure, yeah, there's a sure, lot of bodies sure. of water in Ireland. Don't they count, call it the uh, Minnesota of Europe? Is that what they call it? That's I, a great nickname I, I for it. <laughs> the Minnesota of Europe, Ireland. Hold on. Welcome to Ireland. Okay. Here, look. Top passing seasons by a Nebraska football quarterback, okay? Joe mm-hmm. Gantz, 2008, 3,560 yards. Jeez, he had a lot of yards that year. Zach Taylor, yeah, Zach, Zach Taylor second, 3,197. Tanner Lee, third, 3,143. Tommy Armstrong, third in 2015, 3,030. Okay. How far up? If K- Let's say Casey Thompson... Or Chubba, I guess. But let's say Casey Thompson starts all the games, doesn't have injury problems. Should he be? Should he be in that 
top. He should be in that top five, right? Yeah. So what's the top five? What's the low the, end of the, the top oh, five? Oh, sorry, that, the, I didn't above? tell you five. Five is five is Taylor Martinez in twenty twelve. What did he have? Three thousand twenty eight seventy one. So let's. I mean, a, a twelve game season. That's only. It's quote unquote only two hundred fifty yards a game. Yeah. So I would I would seemingly bet the over. I'm going to see if I can find a prop bet real fast because we're about to that time where some of the some I, of the spots have the the prop bets for like random Husker players. I mean, that it seems like a doable number. Honestly, I think if they have a if he has a good season and is healthy and because Nard Dog said he's never going to run the ball, I think I think he he uh, gets that number 2 spot from Zach Taylor, your Super Bowl runner up. Give Whoa, me, you give think me that much? Give me the spot. 3,197. He's got to beat that. 3,197. No that Joe Gans record will never be broken in, in the history of the world. 3,500. So that would be, Jack, that'd be like 267 yards per game would break the record. So, I mean, uh, you're, that, you're, that seems like you're a lot. Creeping doesn't close it? To, you're cl- yeah, I mean, when you say it that way, just because it hasn't happened around here, you're creeping close to 300. How did but, Joe Gans I mean, get that 3,568? Jeez. Well, they played. They played thirteen games, and I mean, they threw they threw the ball around the the yard a ton. Uh, Mustache had a couple comments. Mustache Adam says three hundred million dollars buys you a lakeside practice facility. One hundred fifty five million only gets you views of the railroad near UNL's campus. Yeah, you'd figure living out on the in the burbs of Chicago would be more expensive to build things, and yet they get a cool lake. That's and a Nebraska good point. gets railroads. Uh, and then Jordan says, "Time to move the practice facility to Holmes Lake." Ooh. That'd be nice. It's right by my house. I could walk on down and try and stare through the fences that have those coverings on them that you can't yes. see through. Get away. And Stop I'd be able watching to do practice. That. What if we, you know, we've rebeautified that area. Maybe the next step, step 2.0 of the Trev Matt Davison plan on the new facility is build some beautiful scenery, a man-made lake, perhaps maybe, uh, I don't know, some mountains would be nice. Uh, oh, mountains. All of these things. This is the Big Ten. Hey, name image likeness is crazy these days. This is the Big Ten. Flood the North Bottoms, says Jordan. Hey, flood Ashland and move the practice facility flood there. Ash- that Ashland. Oh, what about – hold on. You know, teams go away to training camp all the time. You know, That's the Broncos true. go to, like, Greeley and the, the uh, Chiefs go Chiefs? to uh, – where? St. Joe? What is it? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Northwest, is that Northwest Missouri State or something like so that? Everybody, everybody goes somewhere. Once they get the lake built in Gretna, that I call Dragon Lake, once they have Dragon Lake built, there's mm-hmm. got to be room over there that we uh, – and all the Omaha media can stop complaining about having to drive to Lincoln for at least two weeks. Hey, man, it's, 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 a, it's a long drive these days, especially with gas prices. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Gas prices? No, what's happening with them? Yeah, well, they're up. Really? I mean, they're actually down though. They're down. They were up. Now they're down. But they're not down. We as had much. our we had our first under four dollar sighting in Lincoln this week. Oh, Very baby. exciting! But of Last course, it's at Costco. I think I noticed I saw it was like four twenty something. No, it's at it's at Costco. So you got, oh, that's that's, that's good. but that they have to wait in line for an hour. I'm not trying to wait in line. I went I I went to Costco during the CWS after because I did the early shift and I was like, all right, you know what? I'm gonna stop by. It's like one o'clock. There won't be a whole lot of people there. That was my first mistake. It was lunchtime. I get there. It was 10 cents cheaper than everywhere else. I'm like, I just wasted 45 minutes of my day wait, waiting to spend 10 cents cheaper on gas. I was so mad. Okay. I was two, so, I was two livid. Things. The, the funniest thing is we will do money to save uh, dollars and cents on certain things that we would never do for other yes. things, right? 
Yes. So like, like the like runs a Tuesday. Well, yeah, like like run like runs it like what are you really saving Every or like Tuesday. all the high yeah. those gas uh, fuel saver things right and so I'll buy something that I don't know if I really need but I'm saving three cents a gallon. Well, multiply yep. that out. That's sixty cents, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, exactly. If I'm, if I'm like buying twenty cents, yet yet they asked me at the drive-through if I want to supersize for sixty extra cents, and it's not even a thought. Yeah, because it's too much. Sure. No, yeah, it's no, no. Oh, yeah. it, because I'll do. I'll, I will. Sixty cents is worth more in gas deductions than it is spending it elsewhere. For some reason, yeah, it's just yeah. a mental thing. It's a mental thing. And by the way. I don't know about Costco as much, but Sam Clubs and Lincoln, you know how they, all people enter the same way in that thing? Oh, yeah. What yep, a same disaster. What a disaster. Yeah. And then you leave, and they always have to look at your receipt. I've never understood the receipt looking at things oh, at, at, do at Costco. they don't do that at Sam's. They don't do that at Sam's. Yeah, they do it at Costco. It's you do it, so but the thing is, like, I just want to go home. I'm not going to rob you. You have people cheat and come around the backside, and yeah. like more people have their their fuel entry thing on the left than the right. And so those lines are worse. And then people are trying to back in or, or figure the whole thing Dumb. out. Hey, uh, Josh, uh, if we were talking about this. We do now have, we do now have news coming up this week with big 10 media days. My question yeah. for you, let's see if we can nail this because normally yep. what happens with big 10 media days is they put out the, the media poll for the predicted standings, right? Like the Cleveland Plain Dealer does because the conference doesn't do it because this league is silly. Cleveland Plain Dealer. Yeah, uh, Cleveland.com. For whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's see if we can nail the media. Not necessarily what we think, but let's see if we can nail we the media be. predictions for the Big Ten West especially. I Because I here's, – here's the thing I think I know. They'll put Wisconsin number one because – they don't know what else to do. Yep. Right? Dude, I'm basically going to do that, too. I'm like, I don't know what to do with the West Wisconsin. They always seem like the easy pick. But what what is the truth about Wisconsin? There's this perception about Wisconsin is they're all— They always know, win the division. They, they always win the division. If you look and at they it, don't. they do—they so, they have one year that's good. By good, I mean, you know, nine and three or something like that. But then the next year— they're uh, they're like 500 or just over 500. Sometimes, here's a, here's and they're a always rated the same before the beginning of those seasons. Scott Frost era, four years four years done so far. How many times do you think Wisconsin has won? Just off the top of your head, how many times have they won the division in four years? Don't think about it. Just, just say a number. One. Yeah, they've only won one time. They won in 2019. 2018 was Northwestern. 2020 was Northwestern. Last year was Iowa. And so it's funny because that, I'm with you. We're always like, ah, uh, Wisconsin. They always win it. They don't always win it. They used to win it a lot. But they don't always win it anymore. Is it cheating if I have seen the twenty four seven they put together a, their own Big Ten poll for the for their their predictions? Don't tell me. Don't tell me before we don't tell you. This. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's not okay. Cheating. Let me. Okay. Let me try my shot at it, and you okay. tell me how close I am to that one, and then you tell me if you think that will be different. Okay. Okay. I yeah. believe it will be Wisconsin, Iowa. Nebraska, no, I don't know. Nebraska, Purdue, Minnesota. It's gonna be Wisconsin, Iowa, one, two. I feel good about that. You okay? So you definitely nailed those. That's who twenty four seven had as their one, two. I will go. I don't think, and I know people are kind of up on Purdue too this year. So I'm torn between the dark horse between Purdue, Nebraska, Minnesota for that next spot. I. I think the media, you know what? I 
I think the me. You know what? I'll say. I think Purdue's going to be the new hot trendy media team. Purdue will be third. Purdue, Nebraska, Minnesota, okay. uh, Northwestern. What about Illinois? Oh, uh, man, I uh, I think I kind of think Illinois will be no, below Northwestern. Oh, didn't they re retool their entire? Was that last year that they? did It changed that? over their offense, and they they hired uh, I can't remember his name, but they brought in the offensive coordinator uh, from uh, UTSA after UTSA beat them in week two after oh. after week one after they beat Nebraska. No, media loves Northwestern. Okay, so this is going to be my prediction. Okay. okay, Wisconsin, Iowa, Purdue, Nebraska, Minnesota, Northwestern, Illinois. Okay, so you are way off on what twenty four seven did. Oh, okay. Twenty four seven had terrible Wisconsin, organization. Wisconsin, terrible. Wisconsin, and Iowa. Uh, then they had Minnesota, who got two first place votes, by the way. Then they had Purdue. Then they had Nebraska. Then they had Illinois. Then they had Northwestern. Wow, the media not. Well, I guess that's twenty four seven. When you get the Big Ten media, I, I, the Big Ten media, I'm telling you what, they'll flip Northwestern up over. No Illinois. way, Northwestern's gonna flip, be last. No, it. Listen, do you know what when that team, Josh, thinks that they're not getting nah. respect? Do you know what that does for them? Do you know the drive that that put Did you forget the lake already? We talked about it ten well, minutes ago. But we're not talking about them on the field. We're talking about the media predicting. I gotta put them Northwestern sucks. They're gonna leave them at seventh. The media oh Josh. The lamestream media, when they hear Northwestern, they start getting tinglys and they start thinking. They do they get start, excited. They start talking themselves into it, and they're like, "Oh, but don't forget Fitz, right? Don't forget Fitz." And just, people forget you know, about him. we're gonna if we put them down there, they're gonna prove us wrong, so we can't put them last, and so they're gonna put Illinois second to last. I predict it. I know. Mustache Adam, he's he's with you. He says, well, he, well, he's different at the top though. He thinks it's gonna be Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa, Nebraska. Purdue, Northwestern, Illinois. I think that if I'm reading Mustache Adam's tweet, that's what he thinks the, the media poll is going to be. I think it's going to be what 24-7 had. I think Wisconsin will be number one. I think Iowa will be a very close second. I think Minnesota will also be there. And then there will be kind of a drop-off. And then it will be Purdue, Nebraska, Illinois, Northwestern. I think the the one that I, I almost do want to disagree on in terms of predicting what the ranking will be, I wouldn't be surprised if Purdue is third because they have, as you said a couple of minutes ago, they have really become a trendy team to pick. And it makes sense. They had a really good season last year. There's a lot of respect out there for Jeff Brom. They have Aiden O'Connell back. And, I mean, dude, you look at quarterbacks and, and quarterbacks to trust in the league, there aren't really a whole lot of them right now. You know, you got C.J. Stroud in the east and then maybe O'Connell in the west, and that's kind of it. So it wouldn't surprise me. I don't know how many people do the Cleveland poll. It might be upwards of like 20. I wouldn't be surprised if they get like a first place vote. But based on the point system, yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if Purdue is third and Minnesota is fourth. But Minnesota has a lot to like too. You know, give it, I mean, I, I think P.J. Flex obviously a really good coach. They they beat Wisconsin again last year. They just, they, their floor last season was horrid. Their ceiling was pretty high, but man, their floor was garbage. Oh, they, but get, they have a really easy non-conference schedule to start, so that might Tanner help. Tanner Morgan still there? Yes, he is. But oh, yeah, he, he came he, back. He, he, it was horrible last year throwing the ball. So they, but they didn't. They didn't throw. I mean, they they rushed the ball. It was so the teams that rushed the most last year were the service academies and then Minnesota. So they were up there. I mean, their their run pass ratio was crazy, leaning to the run. So and now they got Ibrahim well, back. 
Yes, and we'll see what he looks like because I mean, remember, awesome you, you were watching that game, year. right? Remember that Achilles? It popped oh, on. Uh, that oh. was nasty. Oh. Yeah, that was gross. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, uh, we'll see. I don't. I, Football. I, I still think. I think the the media is going to like the hot trendy team. I think that's Purdue more than Minnesota, and I think the media does not have it in it to put Northwestern last. We will see. Maybe it's just all group think, and it's the same everywhere, though. But best case for Nebraska is third, right? Yeah, I don't think anybody will really have them second, or at least not enough people will have them second. So, yeah, I think you'll get a few people that have them third. So, in the end, it wouldn't surprise me if they were fourth, you know, when the, the poll comes out, just because maybe you have a few people picking them third and then a few people picking them fourth and not a whole lot of people picking them five. I wonder what their floor is in just terms of, let's say it's 20 media members. Does anyone put them six or seven? Which, I mean, that's where they finished the last year, so it would make Somebody sense. Will. They're just such an unknown, you know. And look, everybody is in the West. That's why it's such a crapshoot this year. But they are maybe even more of an unknown with all new coaching staff essentially on offense and then a bunch of new starters at, like, all the skill positions and still replacing some guys on defense, too. Isn't it still – you were talking about Minnesota's lack of ability to pass the ball last year, and it's like, isn't it frustrating that all of these Big Ten West teams – have crappy quarterbacks and still and still win. I mean, yeah. for years. For I mean, it's been since I don't know who am I for. I mean, I, it's crazy. Like Wisconsin had Russell Wilson, and then it was yeah, just that was like, a, over a decade ago now. Yeah, and then it was just like and and Iowa. You know, I don't know yeah, Iowa. It's 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 crazy. Like if they could add good quarterbacks to those teams, are they frustrated there that they're not? Getting solid quarterbacks. See, that's what, I, I thought Tanner Morgan could. I mean, he was really good in 2019. Now that was already three years ago. But I mean, that was the the, the year that they got into the top ten. They started, I think, nine and zero. They were awesome, and yeah. he was awesome. Now he had really good receipt NFL receivers. But I thought that he was a good player. But you're right. They they just don't have. But they don't have any of those like true dudes that Josh, can like go out and win you games. He came in in 2018, and he wasn't even supposed to play because they had that other guy that got moved to fullback. Who was their starter? And they pulled him in the Nebraska game uh, at Annexted. Yeah, Annexted. Remember him? Yeah, he was supposed yeah. to be their guy, and they bring in Tanner Morgan then instead. And that was like he had a he had sort of like the way it looked like he was his trajectory was going to be as a backup quarterback to Annexted for a while. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you know, like are those fan bases complaining about the quarterback recruiting? I wonder. And, and and you're right, Morgan was fine, and you know you got the Jack Cones of the world, and like yeah, if I were yeah. a fan of Iowa or Wisconsin, lesser degree to a Minnesota, I'd be like, man, if you could just get a quarterback here that is prolific, it feels like it would be, you know, a Kenny like a Kenny Pickett at Pitt or something, right? Something like yeah. that. It'd be yeah, it's. Crazy. I mean, look at even Michigan. Michigan hasn't even had that dude. Like they were fine at quarterback last year. But, uh, and I mean, they were good enough at quarterback. But even this year, people are wondering, you know, which of those guys, you know, is, is going to be the, the, the starting quarterback there. So it's a weird, it's still, it still is kind of this type of offense where you'll have good quarterback play at maybe a couple of schools. And then after that, it's like serviceable quarterback play. Right. But rarely, that's why Adrian, it seemed like he could have been so special because he flashed in, in 2018 some really, really, really good performances. And I mean, he was getting 400 plus combined running and passing yards a game. I think he did that like three or four times in 2018. And it was like, my God, if he can do this on a regular basis, he's gonna he's gonna completely change the paradigm of the league. He just never was able to do it again. Yeah.
Pasadena Ball says Nebraska is probably the third or fourth best team in the West heading to 22, but the schedule probably gives them the second best chance to win the division behind Wisconsin. Like Iowa, finally, the Big Ten gods gave Iowa schedule's a, a tough. little bit of a tough schedule, which they were due after, you know, it feels like cupcake after cupcake and getting crossover game and, and never seeming to get all the best East teams. So Nebraska gets a little bit more of the benefit. And and the East conversation I don't think is quite as interesting because Ohio State will be on no. it'll be Ohio State, Michigan, I guess. The interesting thing is who's who's third. Is it yeah, Michigan? third? Is it is it Michigan State or is it Penn State? That yeah. you know, the twenty four seven had Penn State third, Michigan State fourth. That Michigan State for me seems like a prime regression candidate. Um but man, I like I don't know. I feel like we might learn a whole lot about Mel Tucker because I wasn't like super high on him when he got hired. I thought that that was a good hire. I thought that he did you know solidly well with Colorado in his one season there. And then you know twenty twenty was what it was. Last year was was very. I mean they were really good, and and it definitely was the one of the first transfer portal years where I kind of thought, hmm, I might need to rethink how I feel about transfer portal guys. He does that stuff again. He does that in 2022, and they're in the mix to win that division, or at least they're in the mix to be second place behind Ohio State. I mean, we're, we're going to start having a, a different conversation about Mel Tucker, and you wonder if every offseason will be like, is he going to leave? Is he going to leave? And how much more money are they willing to pay that guy? He's made almost $10 million already. It feels almost inevitable to me that you're gonna. It's, he's going to look like he was overpaid in this. In this. Yeah. I, I'm not saying he's a bad coach, but I don't know. I, it my... feels like you see this all the time, and it was one good season, but I just – I don't know. Um, I, I think I'd probably put Penn State third at this point yeah. in, in that side. By the way, Josh, it is lsufootball.net slash tvschedule.htm. Oh, can, can I just best read? Site I, ever. So week zero isn't – I mean, there's some games other than Nebraska. It's not too sexy. But let, let me just give yeah. you some schedule porn here. Uh, yeah. j- let's just imagine Thursday, September 1st, okay? The Thursday oh, after, after the Nebraska. West Virginia at Pittsburgh. We get oh. a cheer against the Nard Dog in week one. Yeah, you see game day is going to be there? Game get Mark Whipple to game day. Guest picker. Come on, ESPN. Make it happen. So you got West Virginia at Pitt, which I'm now more interested in before because I cheer against oh, the Nard Dog. Yeah. He, he'll hell go into yeah. a rage there. And you also have Penn State at Purdue at 7 o'clock. Sort of like oh. a – sort of like a, on Thursday night at 7 o'clock, sort of like a delineating line about East versus West. The, is the middle of the East or the middle of the West? Or the top – you know, maybe the bottom of the top half of those two divisions – the superior one, Purdue hosts that game. That'll be fascinating, too, uh, yeah. j- just in terms of sort of a, a, a an early heat check on, on the Big Ten East versus West. Minnesota plays, New Mexico State. Uh, they always have those Thursday night games. That'll end yeah, up. I was going to say, like, it's cool. You got two of Nebraska's opponents playing on on week one Thursday night. You got Purdue playing. You got Minnesota. So, like, that's cool just so you can kind of, you know, do a little uh, scouting. But I also like – Tennessee plays Ball State. Tennessee, a fascinating team for me this year. Oklahoma State plays Central Michigan. I don't think that'll be a good game, but Oklahoma State, again, a fascinating team uh, for me this year. And there was one more. Wake, I mean, Wake Forest VMI. That's not anything to write home about. Yeah, but, about. Will, VMI, but yeah, will VMI run the ball enough against them? Yeah. <laughs> but it's like a, that's a solid solid enough. I'm excited. Penn State-Purdue, I think, should be absolutely lovely. And, yeah, West Virginia and Pitt. I mean, backyard brawl. They're getting together again. Backyard brawl. So that'll be that'll be a it's a solid opening Thursday without maybe a big blockbuster, but that's still pretty good opening Thursday. We might need to jump on the old I eighty club uh, oh, for a, for a, for a, just because it's opening week Thursday nine o'clock. Throw on Cal Poly at Fresno State and discuss what we saw from uh, from the week one Thursday night games. Then you get to Friday. Uh, we got a little Illinois at Indiana. 
Okay. So weird. Illinois playing – or no, in, who, who's playing? So Indiana – no, Illinois, yeah. Illinois is playing week zero against Wyoming, and then they're playing on Friday in week one. So strange. Yeah. So strange. Illinois – is Illinois, Illinois week zero too? Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, Three o'clock. Yeah. We got that yeah, after the Husker odd. game. Okay, great. Yeah, exactly. So weird. Great. Uh, Friday night, do we not Michigan have – Michigan State? Do we not have the typical Michigan State game? Am I not seeing it? They no, own. they're playing Western Michigan. Okay, take Western Michigan, uh, whatever the, whatever points you're getting. Michigan State Friday night games are notoriously close. Oh. TCU Colorado, that's a weird game, but it's at nine o'clock, so you can stay up late and watch it. That sounds Friday fun. Night, that's good too. Uh, uh-huh. All right, so that's not bad for a, the Friday night before, and then we get to Saturday, and then we get to Saturday. We're, again, we're talking week one, not week zero here. So Nebraska, it's low primer, low primer. Nebraska's going. Uh, was is They're that two thirty? The, there's the two thirty. So you wake up, you wake up uh, after you our us. Saturday morning coffee. You wake up, watch Saturday morning coffee, and then it's straight to Rutgers at Boston College. I assume for most people, South Dakota State at Iowa State. Upset alert! Let's go! Upset alert! Oh, I can't wait. Get on that thing. Uh, Michigan, Colorado State. That's a weird game. Michigan, yeah, weird game. Buffalo at Maryland. Um, eleven a.m. That's a that's a fairly mediocre early slate, isn't it? Yeah, the 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 eleven a.m. games suck, but two thirty is fun. I mean, outside of Nebraska, Oregon and Georgia, I think can definitely be fun. Yeah. Uh, I guess maybe that might be the only fun game I'm looking around. Cincinnati yeah. at Cincinnati Arkansas. Arkansas. That's, a good that's game. pretty cool. Yeah. yeah that's... Both of those teams are going to be in twenty five teams in twenty five days for, uh, many, uh, for the radio show. I don't want too many games during the Nebraska game. Save. The no, good... no, no, no. I'm with you, man. The good games for me are at night. You got Utah, Florida. That's crazy fast. The Irvin Bowl. Yeah. Uh, Memphis at Mississippi State. That's interesting. And then Notre Dame at Ohio State. Like, that's badass. So that's a pretty – I mean, that's – you're right. I don't want the best games at 2.30. I want the best games outside of the Nebraska window. And Notre Dame at Ohio State, Marcus Freeman going on the road, his first ever game, going to his alma mater. That said, I think Notre Dame might get stomped. I could see them get absolutely New coach. killed. Yeah. and Ball says UNC App State on ESPNU is weird considering it's the best game in the 11 a.m. time slot. Yeah, we missed over that one. Oh, I'm At sorry. Appalachian State. Why is so Apple? What did North Carolina thinking? Yeah, what are they that's thinking? That's very weird. That's an upset alert. Thank you. That's By the a, way. I'm glad he pointed that out. If if so, I'm gonna I'm gonna offer this to to both Fubo and Apple uh, Apple the the Big Apple. If they want to sponsor this, feel free because I'm gonna shill for you for a moment. If any of our watchers, if any of you have the Apple TV box, not not an Apple Plus subscription, but the actual box itself, I recommend Fubo because you can do quad boxes. You can do two or three or four games at a time. You can do four or whatever you want at a time for any network. And I recommend that because that is what we will have during this football season. And thus, if you're maybe you don't do the two or three TV setup anymore because you're an adult and you're not in college, RIP those good old days. Um, <laughs> that's what sh- I would recommend. I would recommend it. The boxes I think are like 150, 200 bucks, but the Fubo is sweet and it has Pac-12 Network, so it has every every college football network <clears throat> you need. It has ESPN, ESPN two, ESPN U. It has everything. BTN, Fox Sports one, Fox Wait, Sports two. So you have that, but it has the Pac-12. Yes, it's okay. awesome for so football you, season. So you can bring when we're doing our our. We're, and by the way, just. We're going to eventually move these live shows. We're going to move them to the, the premium section here. We're just getting people used to it, see if they like it, if they want to do it. But so, like, Saturday night, you could uh, you could pull that up, right? You could pull that up on your shared screen. 
Yeah, I know. I don't know if I'll be able to do the quad box on the on the actual like computer itself. I'll I'll see about Figure that. But out. I know I can. Yeah, I know I can do it on the. That's going to be to my right. That's where uh, my office TV is to my right. So I'll at the very least all four TVs going on when we do this, and then yeah, we'll have some. Uh, we'll have uh, one of the games on the actual computer itself. Well, no matter what, that that uh, week one, that Saturday, September third, our uh, when we get on for our late night show. Uh, which we'll be able to do that night. Even are you doing? Do you know yet when you're doing your post game radio? Which days are you doing it that day? No, we people are just starting to put in their uh, their availability. So I already sent mine in. So now we're Sounds waiting like on other people to do the same thing. Very acrimonious project for your uh, station is nailing that down. Sounds like it could ruin relationships. Ah, uh, nah, we'll be fine. Oh, it's we'll uh, be fine. On the outside, it looks very tense. Uh, we'll have we'll have after dark when we get on for our nighttime show. I don't know if we have a do we have an after are we calling it the after dark show? Is that too too played out? I don't know. We'll have Boise State at Oregon State. ID Club after dark. Yeah, ID Club after dark. Boise State at Oregon State and Kent State at Washington that night. That's so. good enough. That's good enough. Oregon State. Mike Not bad. Riley. Not bad. Mike Riley. So yeah, just just to repeat for for those of you who are listening, those listening on the podcast. Um, yeah, it, it, jump on Patreon. And uh, this is just co- cover some costs, keep doing stuff, um, putting out podcasts, putting out shows on the IAD Club, getting you into other parts of the Discord, which are going to get more and more active. Uh, if you want to you want to be a part of that premium stuff, it's at Patreon. Uh, just search the IAD Club. There's a $3 tier, uh, which is gets you in to listen and watch everything that we do, and then gets you the feed of our premium podcast, which we will put out. If we do, do a show and you can't watch it live like we're doing now, we'll put it out right away on the Patreon podcast feed so you can you you can listen to it. Some of them will come out later in, on for public, right Josh? Am I saying that right? Some of them will come up public later, but it a, yep. a lot of it will be um you know just like be kind Husker rewind will come out every time. But uh the schedule going forward is throughout the rest of the summer, we have we're going to kind of mix and match the dates for be kind Husker rewind. We'll probably release that schedule at the beginning of next week. We're going to do one. Yes. We're going to do one on Wednesday this week, right? Is it Wednesday? I we believe decided? so. Yeah. I believe so. And yes. The, the poll winner was 2005 Michigan in the Alamo. Bowl. Awesome. Oh, I haven't watched that game over so in years. You're going to watch that. I am going to see. I have no guarantees, but. I have a pretty good relationship with Corey Ross, who that was the game of his career. So I'm going to see if he might be able to join us during that. We're going to do uh, we're going to do the Be Kind Husker Rewinds, uh, the live ones. Are we going to do them public throughout the rest of the summer? Is that yeah? The plan? Just to, to to let people know what's going on, and and I do want to send a quick shout out by the way, uh, Dan Zaid. I know he's hanging out right now uh, watching us. Uh, also Jordan Watson. I know he is hanging out right now. Those guys are our Patreon subscribers, so, so uh, much appreciated to you guys for doing that. We are going to do it like John said or Jack said. We're going to do free stuff for really until football season, yeah. just so people can see that. Uh, but we do appreciate your guys' support since, like, basically everything for the next few weeks will be free. After that, then, uh, yeah, uh, really all of the live watching that we're going to do, that stuff is going to be behind the paywall. So if you want to yeah. participate on, you know, the Saturday mornings, the Saturday evenings, or even the Monday Night Football stuff, like, that stuff will be behind paywall. So we do appreciate your guys' support, especially since for the first, you know, for the next month we're still doing stuff yeah. for free. We'll basically do everything free until football season starts. That's the yeah. plan. So everybody can keep pumping in, seeing if they like it, if you like it. And want to do it? I see. Pass the damn ball. Just subscribe. Thank you. Pass the damn ball. And the the, the big you. the big difference between the three dollar and the five dollar tier is five dollar tier. We are going to let you be. Uh, it's called VIP, but we're going to let you do a few things, including being part of the show. 
Uh, you want to talk, you want to chat with us in our things, we're going to bring people in at that tier. If you just want to watch, you don't necessarily, I don't need to talk. Three is good. The other thing you do on five is you can start your own rooms like we're doing right now. So we'll be here some of the time, but this is 24-7. You can always jump on here, start a room with, with other people, watch, talk, whatever, have some beers together. And, and so this is, I mean, what we're doing now during live events is sort of the, the real kind of the, the, the real, I think, uniqueness of what we're doing at I-80 Club. Uh, yeah. Like, like I said, just think of it kind of a sports bar, country club thing where you're hanging out with people that you get to know. And we want to get to know you all. So that, that's awesome. Patreon. Jordan says, Patreon and private discords are a way a gateway to OnlyFans. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> none of that content. This is, it's right, gonna be take off my pants. Here we go. And I'm going to, and I'll, and, 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 and uh, you know, Josh, I know is, is uh, working two to six, but if there are days where there's stuff happening or I'm watching something by myself. I'm going to jump on here and probably do the same thing. And we'll, I'll just go into the, uh, the, you know, the private screening rooms down there and, or the theater, I should say, and put it on there. And if people want to watch something, talk, uh, or something else happens during the day and we want to talk about it tonight, we'll jump on. But yeah, Be Kind Husker Rewinds, we'll put the schedule out for that. We're still going to do Saturday morning coffees every Saturday at 9.30. We're trying to figure out another night, some other nights to just do what we're doing kind of now, maybe coinciding with like preseason NFL football games. So the idea yes. is if we're all sitting and watching something, we might as well watch together and talk about whatever while we do it is the idea. Yeah, and yeah, real quick before we go, the Hall of Fame game, that is a Thursday. It is it is a week from this upcoming Thursday. It's twelve days away. So maybe maybe that's I'm one on of the ones that we uh, we hop on. on. I'm on vacation. Oh, never mind, never mind. You, never you mind. can yeah, hop yeah, on. Yeah. You all yeah, maybe you I'll can. Hop on. Maybe you can. Yeah. And then I think some of the ones the next few weeks we got some dates we're just gonna figure out. We will put all of that out. Every time I do it, yeah. we'll make a schedule thing in here. I assume you guys get notifications if you're part of the Patreon on that, but let me know if there's things we can improve or isn't working for you. Shoot us a tweet, a message on here. You know, you know how to get a hold of us. And a couple more things: the 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 Patreon subscribers, uh, there will be a, a a a private RSS feed that you should all have access to, which is pretty cool. So any of the uh, the content that we just keep behind the paywall for podcasts, you'll and and that's I think what did we decide, Jack? Like the Saturday morning coffee show, some of like the last minute stuff that you'll be able to get that there, but. The free the free podcast feed that is now available on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. We finally got that up there. So go search I eighty Club. Um, you can subscribe there. When you're on that, it kind of pushes it out to a lot of other ones. The podcast app that I use, Overcast, it is now available on there as well. So you can now subscribe, and that is where like this show will go. That is where Be Kind Huskery Wine will go, and any other stuff that we put out uh for the uh for the for the folks that is where all of that will go so if you want to go subscribe on apple Podcasts, and you know feel free to drop us a five-star review too that's pretty nice and those of you who have subscribed especially five dollar ones you want to try some of the features out if you want to start talking in the uh the ones with the pound sign or the the chat rooms you want to do that go for it would love to get those going josh and i'll jump in there too i think at times uh if there's a topic or one that we should have up here that we don't anything that we add if they have any questions about how Discord works, because I, I think I have a good idea about it now, but it's kind of a new deal. So um, just let us know. Just let us know about that. Yep. We're not we're not trying to screw anybody over. If you don't like it, fine. We can, you know, refund you or whatever, whatever that you need. We're not particularly trying to get rich here. It's just there's a <laughs> there's some costs of time and equipment and everything else. And we want to keep yeah. doing and we basically want to keep doing content 
um, you just there's the there's there's some. Yeah, we don't want this to peter out. There's some cost to it. Um, yeah. Uh, in, in a couple of ways, and so we can justify doing it to our yep. you know significant others, et cetera. That way, <laughs> we're making the, making a little bit of dough to cover our costs. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Anything else, Josh? No, I'm good. That was okay. fun. Wednesday night. Be kind, Husker Rewind. Nebraska, yeah. Michigan, 2005, eight o'clock. We're gonna start that. Um, I believe we. I believe we decided on Wednesday night, right? I'm pretty sure that yep. we did. Okay, yeah. Wednesday, yeah. Wednesday night. Next Saturday, the coffee show again. Okay. Yep. And then I'm gonna be gone the next week, and you know who knows if you jump on, maybe I'll jump on via my phone or something like that. Just let me know. Um, and then, and then we'll have, uh, I'm going to put out a full schedule though, but we're going to do Saturday morning coffees from here on out and they'll be free. Yeah, this is locked in. This is the one thing for sure is locked free in until for the, the football rest of the season, but watch for yeah. pop-up evening events between yeah. now and the beginning of the season as well. So cool. Thanks everybody. Uh, looking forward to getting to know you. Shoot me a message. Uh, if, if you've got any more should be a lot of fun. We're going to be adding some other things. I'm still, if you guys have any recommendations, if you guys uh, know, I want to start garnering some gift cards. Uh, to give out as prizes to some of our some of our Patreons, and I have got some cool ideas for contests. Uh, I think that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, that just adds a little juice to watching sports, and we'll, I'll tell you what that is. And so, you know, get fifty hundred dollar gift cards. If you know anybody who's looking to do a little cheap marketing, let me know, and and we'll get them on here, and we'll have some fun. Heck yeah, that. yeah, cool. All right, hey, uh, thank you everybody. Thanks, Adam, DZ, GM, ERL, Jordan, pass the damn ball. Um, and uh, Dan and Dan, who Dan. was our first one, I appreciate it. Looking forward to talking yeah, thanks, to you guys, guys. more. We will uh, we'll see you Wednesday night for Be Kind Husker Rewind, Nebraska, Michigan, two thousand five, the Bill Callahan era. Terrence Nunn, Corey Ross, Zach Taylor, restore the order, restore the order, and uh, and uh, it should be a lot of fun. In the meantime, maybe I'll run into y'all here on the Discord this week. That's it for the Saturday morning coffee in the I-80 Club. Don't forget, if you're follow, not following us on Twitter, the handle is now I-80 Club. I changed it, Josh. You probably saw that. So At a I-80 Club. So anytime we go live, we'll post it on there. That's a good way. And I'll make a schedule, and you should get a, a note about that as well. So having fun with this. Thanks for bearing with us through the whole thing. We're going to get the, the hang of what people like, I think, more and more every single week and going to have a good time. I'm really excited about this because I like watching games with people. I like uh, interacting yeah. with you guys more too so all right see you guys later